Well, that was a sudden change. <laughs> it went from like bright and cheery to reflex nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to spooky Halloween time. That's right. With reflex nightmares. <laughs> Hopefully this podcast will not be a reflex nightmare. Oh, I loved whenever we got into the real vibrant part of that music and you just started with jazz hands. It was real good. I was feeling it and feeling myself. <laughs> Most importantly. Good. Good, good, good. Uh, I'm Marie. I'm Allison. And we are in our second Halloween special for this month, our last Halloween special for this month. And we're going to be talking about uh, Sleepy Hollow by popular request yeah hopefully you guys tuned into practical magic and knew we were going to talk about this so you watched and are ready to go it's a good halloween movie to watch if you're not feeling something too scary yeah yeah i know like you'll hear oh it's like tim burton's bloodiest movie but it's fake paint blood yeah yeah, I, re- I read they did the whole thing on with a blue filter to give it like that monochromatic oh, look. Yeah. So the blood was actually neon orange to show up the correct color. It was definitely very vivid and thick. Like, very <laughs> thick. It was like a big splotch of paint. Viscous. Ooh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're counting down the days to Halloween. What's today? So there's so there's 19 days till Halloween. Mm. When this comes out, there will only be four days till Halloween. That's perfect. Yeah. And only two more days to the last Halloween. Like, what, Michael Myers? Oh! Right, 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 right. Halloween ends. Do you believe it? Do I believe that this will be the last Halloween with Michael Myers? I don't. I think that they will find a way to reinvent the franchise with different characters. And there's a chance that there's always a chance that they're going to do it again. Okay. What about you? Do you think it's the last one? I hope so. Yeah. So I really liked the first movie. Mm -hmm. The first reboot if you want to say it 2018 yeah the second one was just so bad it made no fucking sense it it was bad it was terrible you know i don't know what moment exactly did it for me i can tell you what moment did it for me okay and i mean if you haven't seen it skip over this i guess um it's the the psych ward guy jumping to his death in the hospital that really took me out of it and i was like this is stupid okay like i just lost all patience for it when that happened okay because i did enjoy some of like the scares and the kills Mm -hmm. but that just was ridiculous and like the hospital mob yeah, I think that may have been what did it for me. The hospital mob. And then, so unlike a mob, they, at the end, how they let him get the mask back. So weird. You were, like, all gung-ho and you just gave him his superpowers back. What the fuck? Yeah. You know, I I don't know. I just... I'm going into Halloween ends with low expectations. I have a busy weekend ahead of me. I'm probably going to watch it at midnight on Thursday. 
Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. You well, won't be offended if I do that, will you? Oh, why would I be? Oh, because we're not going to watch it together? Yeah, because we watched it together last year. I know. I was hoping to do it again, but the cards didn't fall that way this <sighs> no, year. No, we just can't. No, it's it's just too many, two different schedules this year. Um, but that's good. So, because I didn't want to watch it without you watching it. So we'll probably watch it Friday. Okay. Yeah, because I need to watch it. Because, like I said, it's going to be a busy weekend. We're having a Halloween party. It's so spooky. We're having some people come into town. I can't wait. And so there's just not a lot of time. And I got to watch it before spoilers get out there. Oh, absolutely. I really avoided a lot of the Game of Thrones talk this week because I watched it on Tuesday and Wednesday. Oh, House of the Dragon. Oh, yeah. You know. You know, it's the it's same the thing. same theme it's, song. Yeah, true. So... That's my dog. Is that a fart? Yes. It sounded like gas, like like steam escaping from something. Yes, that's Murphy. Wow. Yeah, and they're it's pungent. Forceful. <laughs> I hope the, the mic picked it up. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. What can you do? Eh, you know, just at least he's comfortable. <laughs> yes. Um... What do you think of this week's House of the Dragon? I really liked it except for the end. Okay. And I already talked to you about that and I don't want to spoil it for people right. who haven't. But the the end three minutes and I know it's classic GOT, but it still makes me mad. So did you read what I sent you about Alicent? No, I didn't. Because okay. I don't know if I want to feel sympathetic towards <laughs> her. But it's so fair. It's so fair. Because Ned Stark was all about, like, bringing forth the truth about Joffrey and uh-huh. the illegitimate Ill- illegitimate children. And Allison's doing the same thing. And now we're like, no, she sucks. But she doesn't act like a good person all the time. She's playing the game to win. Right. And Ned Stark wasn't. Right. He didn't want to win the game. He, he didn't even want to be hand. Right. He was doing it. I feel like he was doing the right thing for the right reasons and she's doing the right thing for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. Plus Cersei was just pure evil. Uh Uh-huh. Pure evil. I don't think Allison's pure evil. But I do think she's a bitch. I think Otto manipulated her. Yeah. But I don't want to use the word manipulated because it He's power hungry, so mm-hmm. he's using her to get what he wants. Right. Um, Viserys really brought it this episode. Loved his performance. I loved the special effects. Mm-hmm. Did you see that one picture of him singing on a stage? Is he in a band? Yes! I saw that. And at first you were like, oh, he's really good looking in real life. And then I was like, really? And then I saw that picture and I was like, oh, yeah, I see it. It's because he's singing on the, <laughs> I know, on the stage. <laughs> Automatic times three good looking. Yeah. No, but he actually was. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. He's cute. Yeah. I'm going to have to see what band it is, though, because I'm very curious now. Yeah. Uh, I bet you if I look it up, it'll tell me on IMDb. CGI was great, for sure. Yes. Oh, and apparently he was in Hot Fuzz. Mm-hmm. Riding the low. Okay. Oh, yeah, look, he looks like such a, like, old punk rocker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm so glad he doesn't actually have holes going through his face into his mouth. Or open sores on his back. They, he, they did make... Oh, wow. Here's some Batman vibes for you. <gasps> I'm saving that one. And I'm going to post that. Uh, love it. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, they made, did a really good job making him look like a skeleton. Uh-huh. And I said it to you before, and I'll say it again. Amen. Really doing it for me with the eye patch. <laughs> it's real weird. Is it the eye patch? Is it like part of the scar coming out the top and below, or just all of it? I think it's all of it combined with the long hair. Okay. And like the really good fighting skills. He's <laughs> like a cold, hard boy because he's not even supposed to be a man yet. And I, I just hear how bad that sounds. But I'm sure the actor is way old in real life. Let's see if I'm a Are pervert. <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to look it up. Lots of looking stuff up right now. Uh, what episode did we just watch? Eight, right? Yeah. Okay. Episode eight. Okay. Yeah, see, he's on the very, he's on the cover. I can't see anything. It's fine. It's too dark. Okay. We're gonna see. I hope Oh, he's, boy. Is it, was he born in, like, 2014? Get, get real. <laughs> Okay, I'm a little pervy. He's 20. Okay. One more year and you would have been fine. He was born in 2002. But you know what? If he's British, he can drink in the UK. So that means you're not pervy. Uh, yeah. Oh, when can they drink there? 18, right? Oh, I don't know. I thought drinking was like fine there. I don't know, though. No. <laughs> you can't be 12 and order a beer. <laughs> It is. It, <laughs> I think it's the smirk, too. Yeah, he has a smirk. But he's not... Mm, it's okay. We're done talking about Eamon so I can stop feeling weird. <laughs> <laughs> I brought it up, and I'm... Shutting it down. Shutting it down. <laughs> well, you know who you won't feel a pervy talking about? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Yeah. So cute in this movie. He really is. And I'm so glad that Tim Burton didn't put the prosthetics on. Like, Johnny Depp suggested putting prosthetics on, so he's ugly, like... In, in the cartoon? It, yeah, and in the original source material. Oh. And, um... I Tim Burton like said cartoon. The cartoon. <laughs> they did do tributes in here to the cartoon. I highlighted one. Okay. I don't remember ever watching the cartoon. I remember watching it in grade school on, like, Halloween. Okay. You know, the teacher wants a break. They put on a movie. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Sleepy Hollow came out in 1999, and I feel like Johnny Depp is really in his prime. He's mm -hmm. he's riding high in the late 90s and the early aughts. Yeah. Um, so, uh, also stars Christina Ricci... Miranda Richardson, kind of a huge star-studded cast, so I'm uh -huh. going to just rattle them off. Okay. Uh, Michael Gambon, Casper Van Dien is not a star. The only other thing I've ever seen him in is Starship Troopers. Terrible. Uh, uh, it's debatable. Oh. I know there's people who like it. It's called Classic. Oh. I love it. It's a good movie. 
It's it's a good bad movie. Okay. Uh, did you just say the sex scene? Yeah, I had to walk out of the room for the boobies because I think I saw this that movie whenever it came out and I was like eight. Oh, did my did the, uh, my, did my parents make me leave? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but they didn't make me leave for the guy's head being sucked out of his body. Just sex. Yeah, Makes just sense. the sex. <laughs> Uh, Jeffrey, <laughs> Jeffrey Jones, Richard Griffiths, Ian McDermott. I don't know how to say his name. I just know he's from Star Wars. Okay. Michael Goff, Christopher Walken. And I think that's kind of the major players. And I didn't know much. Christopher Lee. Oh, Christopher Lee is in it. Thank you, Barnard. I didn't realize that Michael Goff, the mm-hmm. notary is Alfred. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. I looked him up because I saw all these facts about Batman and stuff and I was like, what the fuck is this guy? Like, who was he? Because he's in the Tim Burton Batmans Mm -hmm. and like the bad 90s ones. Yeah. Okay. Like the good bad 90s ones. No, they're just bad. I have a soft spot for them. It's nostalgia. Yeah. I, yeah, it is. Speaking of nostalgia, Hocus Mm. Pocus. It was no go in this house. Were you liking it? Um, it was bad. I don't know. I didn't see enough of it to say if it was a good bad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Five-year-old made us turn it off. <laughs> She's in charge. <laughs> yeah. So to go with this. Oh, wait. It was directed by Tim Burton. And it was written by. <laughs> Sorry. Washington Irving. Washington. <laughs> We're throwing it way back there, guys. <laughs> hey, gotta give credit where credit's due. Screenplay is Kevin Yeager, Yager, and Andrew Kevin Walker. All right. You may now drink. <laughs> to go with this movie, we're drinking a Sleepy Hollow cocktail, which is Mezcal. Second, Second one in a row. It wasn't bad. Last time wasn't bad. I recommend. Yeah, I'm going to make another one. I know I will. So let's see how we do here. Yeah. Um, pomegranate juice, orange bitters, club soda, or carbonated water, whatever uh, what, yeah. choice you have, and a homemade simple syrup that Allison made with honey, rosemary, orange zest. I think that's it. And ground cinnamon? No, the, I was supposed to put a dash in the... Oh, okay. And I did. I put a dash of cinnamon in the cocktail shaker. And if you're getting fancy, cinnamon sugar to rim the glass. But Allison was not feeling fancy. I got fancy enough with making the homemade simple syrup. It's a lot of work. It is. It did not thicken. <laughs> Just not to have, be fair. We do not have thick syrup. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> All right. Cheers. cheers. It's fine. It's not as good as the last drink. It's not gross. I just don't think the flavor's there. No. It's kind of like all blending into one flavor. It's not complex. You can taste the smokiness of the mezcal. Like, if you breathe into your mouth with it closed, like, can you feel the smokiness or taste the smokiness? Wait, you want me to breathe in my mouth with my mouth? What? Yeah, like... 
close your mouth and just like push breath into it. Okay. <laughs> Have you never done that before? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, just. <sighs> I can feel the smokiness. Can you? Uh, yeah, sure. Shut up. It's I, an actual thing. I wonder if, A, I put too much club soda in it. Mm. B, if it's going to be better with the orange crayon sparkling water. I just, I get very little um, of the rosemary. I can't taste any of the orange zest. I do get a hint of citrus. Do you? Mm-hmm. Okay. But you're right. No rosemary. No, I do. I, I taste citrus. Maybe I, maybe it's the bitters, though. Could be. Yeah. I think I diluted I think I diluted it too much. I think I fucked up. All right. And we have had the ice melting in there for a little bit. Yeah. We'll try next drink and see. Yeah, because it's not gross. It's, it's just not very strong. Yeah. It's not flavorful. Yeah. All right. Well. well time will tell. Yeah. Next drink. Okay. So... Oh, this movie's an oldie but a goodie. How many times have you seen this, you think? Dozens. Yeah. I mean, we're both double digits. Yeah, absolutely. So, what are you... I don't even know. Like, where do you start with initial thoughts? Do you want me to summarize it? Mm-hmm. You've forgotten, and part of... Like, like I think, like, the last five. <laughs> and I... Like, part of me is like, do I just let it go because I hate doing them? But then I feel guilty. Um, Sleepy Hollow is about beheadings in a small town called Sleepy Hollow. And Ichabod Crane is a constable that gets sent there to solve the murders. And he does. And in... And in the process, he falls in love with uh, a young maiden there. Also a suspect. Also a suspect. Everybody's a suspect. Until their head comes off, they're a suspect. I mean, basically, it's he's trying to solve a murder. And... <laughs> Suffer number two. <laughs> and try to get away from the legend of the Headless Horseman, because he thinks it's ridiculous. He's not a fan of the supernatural. But surprise, it is supernatural. But then he says it's not later on. He's like, I told you it was a flesh and blood killer. Dude. It's supernatural. It was, yeah. But I guess it was controlled by flesh and blood. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it. (laughs) Do you want to do a third part? (laughs) Maybe later. Uh, Um... As always with Halloween specials, we kind of have to suspend that disbelief. We're not going to talk about how a headless horseman being summoned from the dead is unbelievable. Yes. But I do have thoughts on his grave that we'll get to later. Okay. Yeah. I think as long as we're staying in the... Like, what's the word I'm looking for? Not the magic of the movie, but staying with in the kind of the lore of the Mm -hmm. movie, we can raise questions and unbelievability about the lore. Okay. Um, yeah. So this movie's been around with me since I was nine. 
I think I remember being scared the first time I saw it. There are there are some definite scary parts. Um, I, I think the witch in the cave. Yes. All that, whenever she gets possessed by mm-hmm. the other, did you notice that that's like a Pee Wee Herman reference with her eyes that pop out of her skull? I didn't. Large Marge. Yeah. I think that happens to her, right? I think so, yeah. So I thought that was like a callback to that. That's a cool idea. At least that's what I thought. There was a lot of, in the facts, there was a lot of references to this other kind of horror movie or horror company that some of, not elements were taken, but that it was inspired by. I skipped over all those facts, so Mm. I won't be elaborating. But they're there on IMDb if anyone's interested. I dig that. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Uh, and also, this is like probably if you're nine, this is the first horror movie you're gonna see where a kid gets it. Oh, true. Usually, kids are saved, not here. Yeah, good call. And that's scary. It is very scary. You don't see the decapitated head, thank goodness, but mm-hmm. you see him shoving it in the bag. Oh, yeah, it's scary. The the last kill, Michael Gambon getting it in the chest, was very shocking. I, I mean, it's a rough death. Fantastic, though. It's good. Yeah. Just good stuff. Yeah. Um, We getting in... Yeah, unbelievability. What about this movie was unbelievable? I, and I also thought there were some believabilities as well like the attitude about autopsies mm-hmm. for sure um back in and for whatever reason i thought this movie was taking place like a hundred years later than it was you know what i thought it was too i didn't think it was taking place in the 1700s still but it was yeah so yeah i thought it was 1899 for some reason same okay but it's 1799 yeah so that pulled some of my unbelievability is kind of like put them to the dust or to the wind or however when you say it but i did feel like the the feelings about autopsies and how it's not okay was mm-hmm. was true and the attitude toward witches mm-hmm. even nature witches i think that word or white witch was used i think he used white witch and he also used the word innocent mm. she wasn't I would not have thrived in the 1700s or 1800s. Why? It would be so hard. All the walking. There's so much walking. There's so much walking. There's so much corsets and Mm. layers of clothing and Mm -hmm. smells. I just, it's got to smell so bad every time. But you would have been living with it. So would you have even known how stinky it was? I don't know, man. I feel like you gotta know. And the food, there's like, the food would have been shit. Oh, very salty in the winter because they have to preserve it. Can you imagine not having french fries in your life? (laughs) (laughs) Or like a good aioli? (laughs) What about chocolate? I think they had chocolate, didn't they? It wouldn't have been like the chocolate we have. It wouldn't have been sweetened as much. It would have been pure. That's yes. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you think you would have thrived in the 1700s or 1800s? 
Um, probably not. I would have been a witch. They would have been like, nope, she's a witch. Hang her. Yep. Hanged. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> right off the bat. Yes. <laughs> she's a nature witch. <laughs> what would you have been doing? Putting on deodorant. They're really like, what is that? <laughs> yeah. Making my own little perfumes and potions and just whoop, whoop, whoop. Speaking of, I didn't, I forgot, I forgot to put on deodorant today. Do you smell? I, no. Okay. But I feel sticky. Mm, yeah, that unclean feeling haunts you <laughs> when you don't put deodorant on. Do you on. think it haunted them no. in the 1700s? No, I think they were all sweating their asses off and Ugh. just living in filth. Like, I just can't imagine sex. Like, so gross. Well, that's probably why, like, women, I don't want to say didn't enjoy it, but, like, women got a reputation for not enjoying it because the guy was probably smelly and... Ugh. So many pubes. <laughs> I, I mean, just the same amount as today, right? I don't know. There's man. There's some manscaping today. You don't have to get rid of it all. Yeah, but, there but there's is some, some care. <laughs> um, I was gonna say something, and then <laughs> sorry, <laughs> blew it all away. Um, were you about to give me something that you found unbelievable? I wasn't. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But that's okay. Um, okay. Were you even talking about anything unbelievable? You were talking about believable. And we started this from attitude towards witches. Okay. There we go. Yeah. So I'll go with an unbelievability. Thank you. Yep. I thought it was really unbelievable how whenever Ichabod dug up that lady and started autopsying her, mm-hmm. how the blood spurted on his face. There is no blood pressure there in is, a dead person. Exactly. So there'd be no spurt. Completely agree. And I wrote the same thing down. I'm so glad that you did. Yeah. Um, I thought when he first arrives to Sleepy Hollow and kind of all throughout in little pieces of the movie there's references to witchcraft like they were playing that game like the wickety witch the wickety witch who mm-hmm. like and then the boy who gets killed he had that lantern with flying witches mm-hmm. for a town adverse to witchcraft and in that era they had a lot of like fun witchy things going on i feel like that's tim burton coming through but i still i agree okay it just didn't fit My next unbelievability is that pumpkin throw. Whenever Brom was pretending to be the headless horseman, that pumpkin just levitated in a straight line and hit Johnny <laughs> Depp right in the face. And it was wild. I agree. I thought about that. I was like, man, he would have to have some aim with <laughs> a cloak over his head. He can't see. That's right. <laughs> can't see. Is he using the horse as his eyes? He's using the force. (laughs) There's a lot of Star Wars people in this movie. Or two. I think just one. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. The Headless Horseman is Ray Park, who who was Darth Maul. 
Wow. Okay. And then... So, yeah, because the sword fighting scenes, the fight scenes, and he's like a... Yeah. That makes sense. I didn't... I should have realized that that wasn't Christopher Walken. (laughs) (laughs) He's such a good sword. He's such a good swordsman. He practices every day. I think he trained Henry Cavill for The Witcher. Probably. Um, And I think... Hey, Henry, what? (laughs) (laughs) My Christopher Walken sounds like Dracula. (laughs) (laughs) I have not... This is my first alcohol of the day, by the way. This I is... hope that that's your Halloween costume <laughs> and you're doing that the entire time at your party. What? Oh, oh, we... <laughs> oh my god. Um, and I know Christopher Lee, Star Wars. Oh, duh, he's Dooku. Yeah, and then Darth Sidious, is that who you were talking mm, about? And okay. Mc- Dearmid? I don't know who them. I just saw the name and the facts. Yeah. So three Star Wars people. Yeah. So. Okay. Wow. Um. Yeah. And it is faithful to the book scene, though. So I guess. Mm. Mm-hmm. So there you go. And the cartoon. And the cartoon. Was that your throwback? Was yes. it a cartoon throwback? Yes. Marie, I never read the book. All I did was watch that cartoon with the guy with the big nose and like the mm. little cue. Yeah. And yeah, that brid- the covered bridge scene is exactly like that, where it's the cr- frogs croaking Ichabod. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I had a hard time with was all the kissing and making out in public during that time period. Agreed. I just thought it would be a little... I'm not saying it wouldn't have happened, but I think it would have been more covert. Yes. But the town of Sleepy Hollow seems to be real freewheeling. Uh, really revolutionary. <laughs> That's right. Witchcraft and free sex here. <laughs> people. Yeah, the hiding spot of... Uh, what's her face? The stepmom... Not a good hiding spot in the woods. No. How about I, the serving girl and the doctor just beside the front door? That was so weird. And it wouldn't have been weird. It wouldn't have been as weird if the mom hadn't brought up, if the stepmom hadn't brought up later, it was a secret. Yeah. He's like, I had to keep quiet about it for him. Well, it was by the front door. Yeah, dude. Like, they're having a party and everybody's going in and out. Like, yeah. it's not much of a secret. Because it would have to be warm in there. There's no air conditioning. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, and that doctor was not very attractive. That servant girl was very cute. She was, but I don't know if you looked around at the men in the village. <laughs> Until Johnny Depp showed up, there was not a lot of choice. <laughs> Brom was cute, but he's toxic masculinity to a T. Yeah, and he had his eye on Katrina. You know he did. He did. I'm not saying he wouldn't want a little side check, but... He definitely seemed like... It seemed like they were an item. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My next unbelievability is whenever they find the grave of the horseman. Are you laughing because of your computer powering up? No. I'm laughing at a note, and I don't know why. Wait, say it. 
Well, it has to do with my next unbelievability, so you'll hear it. Okay. What was unbelievable about that? I thought it was kind of... This is picky. I thought it was unbelievable that it was just a skeleton and there's no clothes. Like, there's no Mm. silver buttons. There's no boots. There's no... Okay. Like, it wasn't that long ago that everything would be gone. Unless it was raided. Like, because it's... As Bernard texted me, it was at the tail end of the Revolutionary War in 1776. Someone probably took his boots or whatever. That's fair. Okay. I like it. Um, My next unbelievability had to do with the powder that Johnny Depp (laughs) sprinkled on someone's neck and and it fizzled to show there was a singular powerful thrust. It was wild. Like... How would a powder show that? I don't know. I don't know. And oh. just the singular powerful thrust. <laughs> Probably like a lot of those colonial men in the bedroom, am I right? Just one. Just one <laughs> singular thrust. Done. Yeah. Powerful singular thrust. Another reason why women probably weren't thrilled back then. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought that was bullshit science. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> I didn't write that down. That's great. Oh, this is a good one. You'll like this. I wonder if you'll have the same thing. So remember whenever the stepmom, I truly don't remember her name. Miranda uh, Richardson. <laughs> Miranda Richardson. Remember whenever she's talking about her backstory and how her mother died and it was just the two sisters in the woods and then they flash back to them wearing these beautiful pink dresses. Yeah. And they're homeless and living <laughs> off of the woods. In a cave. In a cave and they have these spotless, beautiful, detailed pink dresses on. Yeah. And they're clean as can be. Great point. I was like, nope, that's bullshit. Yeah. They would have been dirty. Those dresses would have been ripped. Absolutely. Wearing furs or something to try to keep warm. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I called bullshit on that. (laughs) I have an unbelievability being sent in from across the room. Oh, I love it. It's also unbelievable that the sheep would come sprinting out of the woods prior to the horse would killing the dude in the tower. Sheep don't graze in a forest. <laughs> <laughs> they dig meadows. There, there wouldn't be a lot in there for them. No, no grass tends to not grow as well. Mm-hmm. Great point. Um, I didn't understand. Oh, no, I'll save that. I think I only have one more unbelievability. Mm. Okay, go for it. You sure? Yes. The windmill exploding. I'm so glad you brought that up. Because the facts addressed it. Oh, I can't wait. Because I also had it written down. And I was like, boy, is this fire spreading fast? And then it exploded. And I was like, whoa, why would it explode? Yeah, it's apparently a thing. Flour is very flammable. I learned about this on my favorite murder. Okay, so at that by the point that this movie, like, in that time period, 100 people would have died from... A dust explosion. Damn. And apparently, 
flour is more flammable pound for pound than gunpowder. So very believable. Huh. Yeah, look at us not knowing shit. Look at that science. I my mind's blown. I know. So that's actually very believable. Yeah. Who knew? Not me. Some guy who wrote into IMDb. Do we trust him? Absolutely. It's on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> um, yeah. And I also, I had mixed feelings about fire not working to kill the Hessian. Because fire is typically... You don't... I don't, because it's like Johnny Depp said, like, he's already the undead. And you need... It's it's like the mummy. Like, you need to find some undead way to kill him. Okay. All right. So I didn't have a problem with it. Because I was thinking about, like, oh, man, how could they really capture this guy and make him die? And I was like, they can't. They could lock him up in, like, a cell or something, and that would hold him. Like chains. Yeah. It's like a Jason Voorhees situation. A chain put him in the bottom of a lake. Yeah. Didn't work, though. No. Somebody let loose the chain. And then he went to Manhattan. So Fucking assholes. I know. (laughs) Jason got to Manhattan and shit went wild. Did you watch that? I've watched them all. I mean, the no. The newest... Is that Leatherface who they put in the subway? Oh, I don't know. I don't like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I watched the original. It was fine. But I was of the opinion that the people deserved what they got because they just walked in and announced into a stranger's house. And I was like, well, yeah, they're trespassing. <laughs> it's legal. It's legal. <laughs> I'm not saying what the family was doing was legal behind closed doors, but they deserved what they got. They were all really annoying. But then I know that the Jessica Beale one was like kind of rapey, and I'm not about that. Mm, I also don't like rape. rape. <laughs> I, I have, I'm uncomfortable with rape scenes yeah. on film. Yes, me too. So I didn't watch the newest Texas Chainsaw Massacre because... You I didn't watch the last one. Yeah, just not in it. You watched the trailer, though, right? I did not. Okay. There's a scene with him on a subway with, like, either a chainsaw, like, above the <laughs> or an axe. I forget. I hope it's a chainsaw. I mean, it's the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so one could only hope... <laughs> <laughs> that it would be a chainsaw. <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs> okay. Yes. Did you end up watching Trick or Treat? No. So we watched that one movie I was talking My about. My Best Friend's Exorcism. Which I didn't finish. And then I peed with the door open for bed, even though it was a horror comedy. I just couldn't. And I made him promise he wouldn't scare me when I came out of the bathroom. <laughs> and then we watched the horror comedy I told you about with the kindergarten class and the zombie outbreak. And mm-hmm. he had nightmares after that. So we just, <laughs> we figured now. Okay. The Australian one. It was cute. Yeah. Josh Gad is in it. Yeah. I told you. Okay. And Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah. So okay. give, it a, give it a watch. Little Monsters. Okay. On That's Hulu. Right. Yeah. But um, we didn't go further into the horror genre after that. <laughs> horror comedies were too much for us when we're done. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I have a couple nitpicky things. Like, he took, he had an axe with him when he was searching the woods. And he was cutting into the tree with an axe. And I was like, oh, he just happened to have an axe with him. No, I believe that because it's the 1700s. You need to go prepared. With an axe? Sure. He didn't have any other kind of knife or sword or whatever. Like, you never know what you're going to find. I don't think an axe was a standard weapon back then, though. I think it was more of a tool. Exactly, which is why he brought it. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I just didn't You have got it. me. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did get me there. And then I, I also... <laughs> I also didn't see any reason for when that he like he first saw the heads in the tree why they would suddenly like jump forward a little bit. That was cool though for the jump scare. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. The visual was very cool. Oh, do you know what movie horror movie I have on my list? And I actually just watched the trailer, and I the tra- the trailer scared the shit out of me. What's that? Have you seen Terrifier on the BuzzFeed list? Yes. <sighs> I just like his face. I watched, I would watch the insurmount. So I watched the diner scene. That's what the trailer was. Okay. And like some of his faces he was throwing at the girl. I was, it was terrifying. Yeah. I don't have any need to see that movie. It, it's on Tubi for free, for, with, for free with commercials. So. Okay. I don't know though. Like it's hard to find a scary movie. Like maybe that'll be mine. And I'll oh, like it. too scary. Yeah. Um, obstacles to <laughs> Katrina and Ichabod being together. I guess Brom was an obstacle before he got cut in half, <laughs> but that's done. And then Johnny Depp, Ichabod accuses her of murder, or also her father, both. Yeah, because after the father died, he was like, "It's you. I'm leaving." Yeah. So that's that's not gonna be good. And I know it's surmounted. He comes back for her. But eventually, you have to think, like, ten years down the road when they're fighting. She'll be like, and remember when you accused me of murder? (laughs) But, I mean, who else was there? Like, the stepmom just did a really good job. And I love how the dad, Van Tassel, didn't stick around to see her die. He just, like, ran off. That's amazing. It's like, peace out. Yeah. Good luck, (laughs) fucker. Yeah. Um, is that? I think that's it. Yeah, I'm done. All right, great. Oh, I have another one last unbelievability that's going to blow your mind. So remember the opening scene where he's after Van Garrett? Yes. Do you remember how he chops off the driver's head? No. Well, he wouldn't have done that because that's not the target. Oh. He would have maimed him or, like, injured him or cut him in half like he did Brom. But why would he cut his head off? Because he's not after that guy. He's after Van Great catch. Thank you. That does blow my mind. It only took 20 times of watching it. (laughs) (laughs) This is why you have to rewatch movies, guys. Mm Mm-hmm. You do. You do. When you're, like, watching, watching, you catch things. Mm -hmm. When you're watching with a notebook and a pen, (laughs) you catch things. (laughs) All right. You ready to finish this? Yeah. I'll try to balance it better. 
this I'm, time. I'm so glad you don't, didn't put the worm in there. I was actually a little worried. <laughs> I was wondering if it was going to come out, like float to the top when I was pouring out the mezcal. mezcal. It's a very spooky worm. It's creepy and I don't like it. <laughs> I know it's sanitary now because it's been soaking in alcohol for so long, but sure. I still don't like it. All right, so we made some changes to the drink. Yes. Only one change, really. Just the sparkling water. Yeah, we put flavored sparkling water in and not as much. Yes. And it hasn't been sitting for 20 minutes waiting for (laughs) us to get started. It's Cran Blood Orange Sparkling Water. Good and gather. Get to Target, people. They have great sparkling water. The best. It's pulpy. Yeah, I just drank a lot of stuff. It is more flavorful, though. It is. I just don't think it's a winner. It's fine. But it's not one for the books. Yeah, it's it's just not balanced. Yeah. You do get some mezcal flavor, and then it's just water. Yeah, like the palm is overpowered. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. Just not the best. Don't drink this drink. It's not worth it. It's it's not going to make you gag, but it's just a waste of money and ingredients. Exactly. All right. So chemistry with this movie. I have a few things. I have a few, but I don't really feel like there's a lot of time focused on their relationship. Well, Halloween rom-coms are tough. Because this isn't an actual rom-com. It's not a strict rom-com. Right. And I feel like we used up the only actual Halloween rom-coms and like now we got to stretch it. Yeah. So this is a Halloween movie that's comedic that has some rom. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so I know they kissed when they first met and it wasn't like a, a kiss kiss. She kissed him on the cheek, right? Mm hmm. So that kind of sparked off their relationship. Mm-hmm. She took, she was blindfolded. She took it off. And I think they were both pleased to find the other one was attractive. Yeah. Did they date? No. And I read something that said that he thought it was weird to play her interest because he had worked with her when she was eight. Yikes. Or no, he met her when she was eight. She was in Mermaids. Got it. So he knew her when she was younger. Okay. So that's why. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Because I figured there was a big age gap, but I feel like they make a really good couple. If it wasn't for the age gap. I think they fit. They're both like gothic-y type characters. You know, they live under the radar. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did until he couldn't. So. Yeah. She's so pretty too. Like, uniquely beautiful. Mm-hmm. One of these days, we should do Penelope. Oh, that is a cute movie. I love that movie. It's and a good message. I wonder if I could get my daughter to watch it. James McAvoy's so stinking cute in it, too. No. He's not my usual fair, either. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I had that written down as a good meet-cute, the kiss on the cheek. Um, and, yeah, it was cute. And then... I really liked, they start acknowledging their feelings for each other after, it's like a little bit before Brom. Like she takes them to like the fireplace in the woods, like their old cottage. That whole scene is like the start of their relationship. 
I think he wakes up, right? Or he can't sleep. So he goes down and she's reading by the fireplace. Mm-hmm. And she tells him she's reading Tales of Romance because that's what her that's what her father said her <laughs> What a moron. How long have you done here? Um the entire time since you brought him back, I guess. You better check down there for pee. You couldn't cry or bark. You can. I mean, the door wasn't firmly shut, was it? No. Murphy, come on, dude. You gotta look. Last time you were down there, Maxwell lay by the door. He's deaf. He can't hear you. It's almost like that time in Home Alone where John Candy talked about leaving the kid. (laughs) (laughs) You just don't notice. I mean, you can't, like, scratch at the door. That's why water was left in the bowl. I knew something was weird. It's loud drinking. But I feel like I can't stop him right now. No, you gotta... You gotta be kind. (laughs) That is impossibly loud. It makes me really mad sometimes. (laughs) Part of me doesn't want to edit some of it out. <laughs> the people have to know. And like loud chewing and everything is one of my like things. Yeah, yeah. And this is just, it's a lot. Yeah, don't go back. I didn't know. I thought he was going to go back downstairs again. All right. Hi, Quasimodo. So, um, yeah. I, I one of their moments kind of tangled up with unbelievability for me, and I I caught myself before I talked about it. So they have their first like real conversation by this fireplace, and she gives him a book of spells that her mom gave her. There are two names in this book: her mom's name and her name. Yet she gives it to this stranger basically and says, "Keep it close to your heart; it's going to protect you." I was like. Your mom died, and you're giving her, like, one heirloom away to this dude you don't even fucking know. It's a really solid observation. So, I had a problem with that moment. I know it goes, like, it plays throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's important to the movie, but I still had a hard time with it. Yeah, I, that's really, I never picked up on that. I really liked the moment when he came in and she's in his room, he says, why are you in my room? And she says, because it's yours. Oh, that was really cute. Yeah, I thought that was very sweet. My favorite moment is when she follows him into the woods. And, you know, he's like, I could have shot you. And he says, I am now twice the man. And, and they almost kiss. I know. And they both, like, have a little smile with each other. And it's just really cute and sweet. And I loved it. They never have, like, a full-on kiss in this movie. Mm-mm. Maybe it's why. Maybe, I guess, he was really uncomfortable with it then. Oh, yeah. Good point. Maybe he said something. Yeah. Maybe he didn't want to do it. Did you notice the amount of cleavage in this movie? Oh my gosh! Yeah, so much cleavage. It's those corsets. Yeah, lots of a lots of bosom. Another reason I wouldn't do well there, apart from tales of romance giving me brain fever. I I I'm on I'm all over it. You got it. You your cuffs would be runneth over. Yeah. 
Yep. I liked the chemistry at the end, but I don't know if we should talk about that yet. What specifically? I just really like how he takes to New York and he says, welcome home and all that junk. And he takes Maspeth too. Why do you think he, she agreed to go to New York? She's got nothing left. You think that was it? Like Her whole entire family is gone. She has nothing there. And I think she's ready for a new beginning. Okay. Like, nothing but bad memories there. I I want to, yeah. Something, the, the cardinal scene at the fireplace where mm-hmm. he shows her the spinner. That really stuck with me because she said she wouldn't want to keep it caged. Mm. So part of me wonders if she felt caged in that small village. Yeah. And that's why she left as well. Mm-hmm. Because what? There were like two young people, three young people, Maz, Beth, her, and Brom. I think Brom may have had a couple friends. Yeah, there were some. They were fucking around yeah. at some point. Ooh, the air conditioning came on. <clears throat> Weird. It's a warm night. Mm-hmm. I think that's really all I have for chemistry. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think it's undeniable that they had chemistry. Yeah. It just wasn't the main focus of the movie. Yeah, they both had good screen presence together. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Acted well together. Like, it didn't look phony or anything. Forced. Mm-hmm. It was natural. Mm-hmm. And he is so cute in this movie. I know. So it's one of the things, maybe that should be an unbelievability. Like I mentioned the prosthetic things and Tim Burton said, no, his personality characteristics are what's going to make him unattractive. No, it made him more attractive. (laughs) Yeah, it made him more attractive. Except for maybe the fainting. He faints a lot in this movie. Yeah. And that was comical. I the scene that I really liked for comedy, okay, was Johnny Depp freaking out about seeing the horsemen and telling Michael Gambon and Katrina and them just being like, "Yeah, we know." This oh, when what he was been- in bed, yeah, is, that was based on like one of his favorite movies. Oh, the titles and the facts. If you okay. want to review all 138 of them, okay. But I just thought it was great. He's like, you don't understand. And they're like, yeah, we do. Because this is what we've been telling you. We told you this. Yeah. Yeah. It was very funny. I didn't care for the childhood flashbacks. I understand the importance, but I just didn't care for them. Yeah. And that was that was originally an unbelievability for me. Because I was like, if this is the 1800s, he has like stuff from the Inquisition in his church to torture oh. witches with. Yeah. And I still don't know in the 1700s if that would have been normal. You're asking the wrong person. So historians, email us. <laughs> Toastromcoms at gmail.com. Would this equipment be normal in mid-1700s New York? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you just got a damp, dirty cell with bad conditions and no food. Yeah, like moldy bread mm-hmm. at best. Mm-hmm. Pooping in a bucket. Or the corner. They probably don't even have a bucket. They just go. 
I don't know. You don't think they'll slop it out sometimes? No. At least that's what the Provost Dungeon in South Carolina or in Charleston that like they didn't they weren't provided anything. Oh. They just went. So you had recent experience with the subject matter. I did. Is that what they were talking like that's what they would do with witches or prospective witches? They didn't talk about that a lot. I think that was past that point. Mm -hmm. It was mostly like war criminals or just people accused of some kind of crime. Like, not necessarily actually guilty of anything. Okay. But this one was really unique because it was men and women together and the guards would go home at night. And Whoa. yeah, Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Chained together, just all in one big room. Ugh, you hope you smell bad at that point so people leave you alone. Yeah. But probably not. Probably not. Just call out loudly the entire time. I have my period. My moon's blood is upon me. <laughs> hope that does the trick. Yeah. That's. It was a lot. Yeah. Do they stay together? Yes. I agree. You got no choice in that time period. I think they're also two outcasts. Mm-hmm. So, if it's not one dog, it's the other. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I think three outcasts, I guess, with Masbeth. But I do really appreciate that they took him with them. Me too. And I think we should give chemistry its due with Masbeth and Johnny Depp. I liked them together. Um, I liked how he kept using him as a human shield. I thought that was so funny. Yeah. When they entered the cave and he was holding him out. It was great. Yeah. And Masbeth was, to some degree, a bit braver than him. Like, he let that happen, but then he attacked the stepmom in the end Mm -hmm. to save the day. How awesome was the stepmom's dress at the end? I... Hate that dress. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, I don't like that dress, and I don't like. Uh, oh, you're Katrina's gonna say her dress at the, at the end. end. I, I hate love it. it. It's very Beetlejuice. It is very Beetlejuice. Yeah, I don't know. It's just the black and white motif <sighs> just didn't work for me in those two cases. Hey, it's Tim Burton. That's what he's all about. I know. Oh, I crossed off the wrong thing. Damn it. Do you want to say it? It's about the end. Oh, okay. I guess we can. We, well, how about we do iconic scene and then we'll go into final thoughts. Uh, go ahead. <sighs> iconic scene. It's not going to be a romantic scene. No. Do you think it's when they're all together at the tree, cutting at the tree, and the heads pop out? <laughs> I don't know. I was going to go church scene where her dad gets it. Yeah. Uh, Not just because her dad gets it and they're all there. Like, how she falls and she's posed. It's just very picturesque, too. I like my scene because when the horseman jumps out... Well, number one, he's covered in blood, Mm. as he tends to be in this movie. He faints, Mm. and they have to, like, help him. They're all there. So... Yeah. And you got the horseman and the heads. I could see that. So I think that's mine. I really liked the end of this movie. I thought it was very satisfying. I thought it was very nice and neat. Basically how 
the horseman gets his head back. Mm-hmm. I thought his head coming back was... I love that. I'm so glad you brought that up. I had a note, too. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. As, you know, unrealistic as it might be, it's also... It isn't absurdly unrealistic. Mm-mm. No. I mean, and plus, this is the suspended kind of beliefs here, because... Mm-hmm. I love how he takes the stepmom... What do you think about that bloody kiss at the end? Loved it. It was. It was something. And then he takes her to hell with him. Like, what did she think was going to happen? Like, she acted like it was unheard of that she was going to be brought to hell. She made that deal. Yeah. Yeah. So eventually, that is what was going to happen. Why are you surprised? I didn't even think about that. Great call. So, yeah, the bloody kiss was disgusting, but very satisfying. How long do you think it took Christopher Walken to film all his <laughs> scenes? You think he was what on set for forty eight hours? <laughs> no, I just every that his only words. Yeah, were, and then he had like the <sighs> and the teeth gnashing. Or I think there was one. <laughs> I can't believe I thought that Christopher Walken was doing the sword play. I can't either. He looked very scary. He did look scary. Although it's it's interesting watching in like the high def TVs now because you can see like the teeth. Mm. And uh, before you could just see the, you know, his sharpened teeth, but now you can see what they did. Mm-hmm. That, that's kind of, I think it's interesting to see. Um, it's like old movies, old scary movies versus now movies. Yeah. Again. And I kind of prefer this. Maybe it's just the style of movie, but I also don't really like scary movies, so. I gotta talk about how great Gunpowder is as a horse. He adopted that horse because it was going to be put down. Aww. I don't know if it, when it was going to be put down, but he found out about it. See, he is a good guy. I loved him slapping his hindquarters and dust floats up. But be careful of dust explosions. That's right. You don't know. So flammable. Don't don't have an open flame near that horse's butt. Hi, buddy. Speaking of dust bombs, your farts. You stink. Like farts? No, like dog. You're a good boy. They were so upset when I walked right past them and didn't say hi when I came over. Did you notice? Oh, no. They both stood up and started whining so <gasps> bad. They're like, hey, wait a minute. Oh, yes. Murphy, good boy. Do you like not being able to hear things? Remember when he was young and his tail exploded from wagging it so hard? <laughs> he seems to have gotten over it. But it's still just pure scar tissue on back there. And there's still a bald spot. <laughs> that was the wildest thing I've ever seen. It was crazy. Yeah. And then when I suggested to the vet that we dock a tail. I mean, I would have done the same thing. If that's the problem. Anyway. Um, I also like the end scene when the color comes back. 
Like they take, they, I think they take the filter off after the Hessian's dead or the Horseman's dead, and everything looked to me to be more colorful. I didn't notice that. I, oh, I probably wasn't paying attention or looking for it. I don't know. Well, next time you watch it, see if you think I'm right. Okay, I'm sure you are. Um, that sex scene in the wood was so gross. Where she takes the knife. Yeah. And, like, wraps it off. And, like, it's just two people you don't want to see having sex. I, I'm okay with Miranda Richardson. Yeah. But I don't really want to see the Beetlejuice dad going at it. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Tim Burton loves his own people. Like, yeah. once he finds somebody he likes, he just sticks with them. I guess that's true. Yeah, I agree with you. I also think wood sex. It's like beach sex. You don't want it. Uh-huh. Um, how about the notary's mullet? It was wild. Straight up in the front. Like, and then the typical party, party in the back. Yep. But it was... It was like an 80s mullet. Like Joe Dirt. Just gray. Did you notice Casper Van Dien's sideburns? I did not. He had some impressive sideburns. I wonder what that guy's up to nowadays. Nothing. <laughs> Starship Trooper uh, fan conventions. Uh, okay. Actually, I don't know. He could be doing something. And I know we mentioned Star Wars, but... Can we give it up for all the Harry Potter people? Oh, yeah. So, so many. Michael Gambon, Richard Griffiths. Miranda Richardson was Rita Skeeter. <gasps> You're so right. Mm-hmm. And there was one more, but I forget who it was. Hmm. But, hmm, like I said, I don't know. A little bit of a difference between the source material and the movie in the story, the Hessian lost his head because of a cannon blast. Mm. Not during a fight. Mm-hmm. So, I thought that was interesting. I liked... I... I'm just going to sound super pretentious, but whatever. Go for it. I love the look of Tim Burton movies. I love the dark. I love the blacks and whites. I love just the spooky vibes. Okay. I... A little bit campy. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's probably because I watched Nightmare Before Christmas every day for, like, a year when I was seven. Yeah. Um, But I just, I love the look of it. And at the beginning, where it was black and white, and you had that pumpkin head when Van Mm. Garrett gets his head cut off, and then you get that spurt of blood on the pumpkin. Mm Mm-hmm. That pop of color. I loved that. And the music. Danny Elfman. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Um, Yeah, it was great. Am I the only one... Who doesn't like Nightmare Before Christmas? Yes. Okay, yeah, I don't care for it. But besides that, who looked at that tree when the horseman was coming out and thought, bloody badge? No, you are not. Okay, great. Yes. It was like it was giving birth. Yes. Okay. The flaps. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Very vaginal. I wonder if that was on purpose or if there's just no other way to have a horseman come through a tree. It's like the membranes, like just, <laughs> yeah, like, 
<laughs> Please never do that to me again. <laughs> it's really creepy. <laughs> I wonder if that's how you came out of mom. (laughs) (laughs) I took that from Conan. I feel like Conan always does that. Too much. Um, I'm so good at being too much. (laughs) Just that's my husband. I do think that this movie is about 10 10 to 15 minutes too long. Oh, I disagree. Yeah, I don't know. There's just something about it. I'm always like, why is it this long? Mm, it's only an hour and 40. Well, I guess that's right. You mm. like the hour 30. It, it is an hour 45. I didn't think so. I think it all moved along good. I think I'd cut some time off the windmill scene. Mm. That scene seems extranu- ex- extraneous now. Ex- it's extra. <laughs> <laughs> superfluous great i don't know great i like it um yeah so i think that and maybe the childhood flashbacks but again you need them to to know why he goes reason over supernatural even though he's really good at fucking deducting supernatural stuff yeah like the one thing that was completely ridiculous was whenever he stormed and he was like, it's being controlled by someone. And I'm like, how the hell did you deduce that? This tree is a gateway between two worlds. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> how do you know this? Just a hunch? It has yeah. to be because he doesn't fucking believe in supernatural. So, yeah. I do, like, if I had to do second favorite kill, I do think it would be, like, the family. Because that was brutal. He also put up a really good fight. Yeah. Besides Ichabod and them, which he was, which the horsemen wouldn't have been fighting if they hadn't gotten his way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he put up a good fight. Mm-hmm. Granted, I guess other people were old and... Not athletic. I mean, look at Richard Griffiths. He's not gonna <laughs> do much. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> but you know who you are. <laughs> um, Johnny Depp did his scenes in the last scene where he's getting dragged on a horse and he wore like bulletproof stuff oh, underneath. No That's really cool. I would have never have thought him one to do something like that. Um, the windmill was over five stories tall. Like, they built a lot, the majority of, like, the town was all built. Um, the woods were all built. And it was on a soundstage. And they said, like, when you build woods, it, like, becomes woods. They said, like, animals, birds, bugs. They were just, yeah. Somehow ended up in there. Well, the woods, again, it's very signature Tim Burton. So, like, Mm -hmm. I had a feeling that they were built specifically. And, like, even the houses with, like, their weird flair and, like, the pointy Mm -hmm. and the gray and, yeah. Yeah. So, it was filmed in England. Oh, that's interesting. And the last last thing, because I think that when you see the cardinal fly, um, like, when they're at the archer house and you look at the cardinal that lands, you're just like, that's the fakest fucking cardinal I've ever fucking seen in my life. Yeah. I guess 
Cardinals aren't indigenous to London. There was one in that area, and they weren't allowed to use it. What? That's what the facts said. I don't know if it's true, but there was one cardinal. He flew across the Atlantic (laughs) just to get there. That is so wild. Yeah. Huh. And also having to do with that cardinal, he gave that to her, right? The 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 spinny the thing. The spinny thing. Yeah, I know, and he has it the whole time. He took it back. <laughs> After they broke up, he fucking took it back. Do you think though like but then he said I have something for you and then he just did the trick. Was it just like the trick was what he had? Listen, for- when you say you have something for someone, you give it to them. I agree. It's that was a dick move. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I think you and I were having this debate about how James was like, oh, yeah, he's fucking his lawyer. Like, with the Amber Heard case. Did you know now he's dating his lawyer? No! So, kind of a few points off of him for that, I feel like, because that's not very um, ethical. <laughs> I'm fine with it. It, I don't think it'd be ethical for her. No. I think it's fine for him. It's not his job. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't like it. I mean, maybe... I feel like the chances of relationship survival increase if you're not a famous person. But I also feel like that case made... I, I don't... It's not going to last. No. They were thrown together. He's a problem, man. He's he, he's not going to have... He's got to work on himself before he gets on another relationship. Do you think maybe she just wants to fix them? Yeah, maybe. You can never fix them. You have to embrace them for who they are. I'm still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked about what we're going to do next. Oh, yeah, we did. Never mind. Did we say we were going to, like, do gremlins to bridge the gap? Yes! Because that's a great decision. I mean, I don't hate it. It makes no sense. <laughs> but, uh... Because it's Halloween and Christmas. <laughs> so I figured it would go great in November. It's going to be great. I haven't... No, I I can't remember when the last time I watched the, the gremlins was. <laughs> Recent enough that I remember the Santa Claus story is wild. (laughs) It's horrible. Uh, There was a movie in the past year after I watched Gremlins where they actually brought up the chick talking about that story. They were like, what the fuck was that? I feel like I remember that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, so we'll do that. Who knows what else will happen. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe we should save it for Christmas. I'm going to write it down, but we'll see. Okay. We'll look for Thanksgiving rom-coms. Yeah. it's a, Thanksgiving's a weird one. It is. Hmm. Not well, everyone celebrates it. And really? I mean, I feel like people in the United States, I feel like... Okay. I'm glad you put in the United States there. <laughs> I mean, I'm at the world. Did you know Canada has a Thanksgiving, though? I think it's on a different day. I think it's like two weeks apart or something. Oh, no, I didn't know that. But, uh, no, I mean, like, I think everybody in the U.S., I think it's, like, probably the most 
widely celebrated U.S. holiday, right? Because I feel like why else would you get it off? Like everybody has Thanksgiving, mm, like hours. a national holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Um. Okay. So count on gremlins, but maybe not. So don't count on anything. <laughs> 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 just count on another podcast being released um please check out the instagram at toasty romcoms i'm sure there will be at least one halloween party picture up there yes absolutely uh, and the website www.toasteromcoms.com all the movies and the drinks are up there and described um, with links to the cocktails. So I'm gonna start working on just fancying it up. Nice. Yep. So check it out. Great job. Email us historians. We want to know your take on this movie. <laughs> Witches. What do you think about the drawings that Katrina was doing? Sure. Were they actual spells? Um... And I think that's about it, right? Yeah. We said rate, review, follow, right? Nope. Sure didn't. Click those stars. They really mean stuff. So click it. Click five stars if you listen to us and you liked it. If you have any Thanksgiving suggestions. Oh, yes. DM us. That'd be awesome. Please do that. And until next time, please. Watch up. Drink up. And... Cheers!